And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. With me, I have Beth from Made for Movie Podcast. Hello to everyone, Beth. Hi, everyone. And tonight, we're actually reviewing a little short indie film that's coming straight out of the gate from the Holly Shorts Film Festival. And also, too, it's been nominated for a couple of awards, though, as well. But this movie is called Under the Heavens. It follows the story of a Vietnamese mother whose ability to breastfeed causes her fate to be forever intertwined with a younger mother and her baby while immigrating to Brazil to find work to support their families. So when we first meet uh, Maria, I think it's her name, Marta. or Marta, 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 when we first meet Marta, she's hitchhiking and we don't know what quite to expect or anything like that. She winds up hitchhiking. She winds up at first we find this little car that she winds up almost getting in. And of course they're like, what are, what are you crazy? This person could end up killing us or anything like that. So they wind up pulling away. Next thing you know, Marta winds up on this back of the truck with these other people that are traveling to another city and everything. So this truck driver's giving them a chance to go into the city and of course they wind up paying him and then that's when we're introduced to marta and the other family that she winds up coming across so what did you think of the introduction to marta i i i thought it was i, I thought it was really interesting and I, I actually really loved how it started because the first thing you hear are just it's it's a blank screen and you hear sounds of nature and then you see pavement, and then you see feet, and then you see Marta. So I thought it was really well done, because it's just kind of like, you don't really know what's happening those first maybe 30 seconds. And I really like that. And then we finally see Marta. And there she is, like, just, you know, moving along on on the um, pavement next to the road. And then she's, like you said, hitchhiking, and she's like, oh, great, I got a ride. Well, she didn't say that, obviously, but then you can hear in the inside the car the couple's fighting, so the husband or whoever, the man pulls over, and the woman is like, don't pick up a hitchhiker. Are you crazy? She might have a gun, and then the little girl rolls down the window, and then they just take off, and it's kind of a sad moment, and you're still really like a little uneasy because you don't really know what to expect at this point. Well, I think you don't really know what to expect throughout the entire movie uh, the the film and that's that's one of the things that I I really liked about it especially cuz the um description you just really had no idea what was going to happen at all no no it doesn't because we don't know Mar- Marta just like everybody else we're pretty much like them we're just going along this on this ride with her as a hitchhiker and seeing where she's going to end up at because we don't even know where her destination is at first or anything no. like that or what her motivations are yeah, because we find out where she's going. I believe doesn't she tell um, Jorge that yeah. she's that she's going to São Paulo to find work? Yeah. So that's and really that, all we know. Right, because that goes into the whole entire story of her breastfeeding their kid, their daughter. Yeah. And this other family's like, here, take this for her lips, which is basically lip balm for the kid's lips, so the way they don't get shaped. And Marta's like, no, let me go in and have the child. And at first I'm like, how does she, is she able to breastfeed if she don't have a kid or anything? But then we find out later on, she does have a kid Yes, and she's basically moving and trying to get a job for her kid. So the way they, she can support her child. So the way they can get out of their mother's house. That's what I'm seeing it as, even though it was on in that context, that's what I'm getting the vibe from. Yeah. That's, that's what I, that's what I sort of presumed is that she recently had a baby that she had to leave behind. We don't, we don't know all the details of that. 
Um, and then for whatever reason, Alicia, the mother, Jorge's wife, girlfriend, whatever, the baby's mother, she she either can't breastfeed or something. something's not, not working there that she isn't. And I don't think they have the money maybe for formula because Jorge didn't have the money for the passage on the truck when they stopped either because he was like, I'll pay you when we get there. I'll pay you when you we get there. And then the truck driver was like, no, no, no. And so that's when Marta, maybe I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but that's when Marta pays because he wanted, it said $15,000, I think, per person. And the, for the baby, it was like 5000 So it's a significant amount of money. And then she, she uh, Marta pays that. So they, they all go together with the driver and right, so we don't yeah we don't know anybody's backstory no that's another thing i want to mention though too is you know it's like okay it's going to be twenty thousand for you plus the five for the kid i'm just going i'm not going for verbatim but it's going to cost you close to like three thirty thousand dollars she goes wait 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 this is not my kid this is i'm just helping this family out yeah. so it's like going to be like 1500 just for her and thirty thousand for her uh jorge and his wife and so what winds up happening is marta's like you know what i have the money let's put them back on the truck and i'll go in and put out the money and also too at that moment whenever she's breastfeeding you can see jorge though he's like a very moving type of deal where jorge is basically just taking it in mm -hmm. and just thinking oh this woman did something nice for my daughter yeah and yeah. At first, and yeah. Then at first, we we think right. that he's but and then the other thing that kind of the thing that unnerved me at that point was when he was like, um, you know, I want this much money. Everybody leaves. It's just Alicia, Jorge, Marta, and the baby. And he's like, you're the only one here. To Marta, you can get in the front of the truck with me. And she, she's very hesitant. So she obviously has some weird feeling that something bad could happen if she does that. And I think that was really her motivation to pay to continue for them. So she would not be alone with him. I don't know that they don't <clears throat> say it, but don't, did you get that feeling John? or to be honest with you? I got really bad creeper vibes from the, from the driver because yes. I didn't know what to make of him because he looked yeah. like he was pissed off. He looked like he was one of those people that would actually do something to Marta. And Marta yeah. could actually tell that, hey, I don't know this guy. I'm going to be by myself on the road without anybody. But also, yeah. too, I could see Marta because of the way her character is. She's doing it also, too, out of the kindness of her heart mm -hmm. and everything, too. Because they think of it like this. She has a kid of her own, a baby of her own. She's putting herself in the shoes of the, that family. It's like, if that was me, would they go on and offer me a ride? And would I have to walk? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're right. I mean, I do think there was motivation. Like, I think I think there was a certain um, sort of maybe if maybe if, if if it wasn't for Jorge, it was for Alicia or for the baby. Like, you know, you don't want this baby to suffer or starve or anything. And if she if they leave now, she doesn't know what's going to happen to the baby. If she stays with the baby, she knows she can breastfeed. But the other thing, like when you were talking about getting the creeper vibe, there was a, there's a very quick moment that I don't think Marta saw. I don't think anybody saw. But when he gets out of the truck, he has a gun and he like puts it in his, you know, in his in his pants pocket. So we know it's there. But Marta doesn't. I don't think she mm. saw that. No, she doesn't. But at the same time, 
This guy's picking at random strangers. So what I'm thinking is he's using it to protect himself. Agreed. Also, I totally agree. Because think of it like this. He's charging a fee from different strangers. He gets paid. And who knows how many people that he has on there after somebody else gets dropped. They know that he, they have, he has cash on him. A so lot of cash. Where, right. So let's so say, for instance, that he has to get physical with somebody. He'll have the gun on him in case of he gets robbed. That's yes. also another angle I was looking at. Yeah, that's a really good point. And that's probably why he has the gun, because I got a like I felt a little fearful at that point, like, uh oh, you know, he's he makes this point about having her up in the front of the truck, but he hasn't done anything to make us feel like there's any danger. But he also has a gun. But you're right. He probably has it for his own protection because he's probably carrying around a lot of money if he's just driving around, giving people rides from one place to another. I mean. Um, there's probably a lot of cash on him at some, you know, and, and it's, and it's obviously not in the bank because he's driving around. So he probably has a fair amount of money on him most of the time. So you're right. I wasn't even thinking of that until you said it. I was more like, oh no, where's this going? I'm, I'm so scared because we just don't know. Well, think of it like, think of it like this though. We're on this um, truck with Marta. We're trying to entrust a stranger. Basically, we are her, the hitchhiker. We're in the back of the truck with her. Yes. So basically, we're going along on this journey with her. Mm -hmm. So it makes me feel like that, you know, I have to keep my walls up because of the fact that I could be in danger like Marta is. Yeah. And we don't know this guy from a hole in the wall either. Yeah. So that's also another thing. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, I, and I, but I think also, I guess, just from, from, the standpoint of here's this woman by herself who's probably a little vulnerable because she's recently given birth. Um, so she might still be having some emotional stuff that goes along with that when you've given birth and she's not breastfeeding currently, even though she's um, obviously has breast milk and she's moving from Venezuela to Brazil. So she's alone, completely alone. So just from that standpoint alone, there's a level of danger. A woman traveling by herself on foot, you know? So there's, there. I think that was just sort of a worry I had right from the very beginning, just seeing her alone, you know what I mean? Same here. I, I don't blame you. I would actually feel you know, uncomfortable with someone that's a woman traveling alone by herself and God knows what would happen. Yeah. Then it's nighttime and we're in this little small village yeah. and it's like really bad kind of like run down kind of neighborhood. Yes. And I, I almost was wondering, was it, was it partially abandoned? Cause there was no lights on and no people. I think it was an abandoned to be honest it, with you. It kind of felt like that just because there was, there was a street light. He parked under the street light, but as far as you can tell when you watch it, there's no other lighting. And you would imagine that there would still be people up and walking. We don't know what time it is, but you know, even in a small village, there's always somebody awake in the middle of the night. You know what right. I mean? So I, I could, and you can't really tell from the, from the angles cause they, they, they do the kind of the overview and then they come back to the truck. So you really can't see, but there doesn't appear to be anybody else around. No, there doesn't seem to be anybody else around. It seems it's very deserted. And but yet the driver's like, You're we're gonna stay here for the night. And I'm like, ooh, mm. this guy is giving me even more creeper vibes. Well, and then he's then he tells Marta, like, oh, well, there's room up in the front of the truck. Again, he says that. And then at this point, now that we've now that I've watched the whole thing, at this point. 
I, I was thinking in subsequent watchings, I was thinking to myself, well, maybe he wasn't trying to harm her. Maybe he was trying to protect her. That's what I got this go round. For the second time, I didn't feel tension from him. I felt no. like, you know, I just felt like my guard was down and I felt safe with this guy. Mm-hmm. I think he had a feeling about Jorge, to be honest with you. I- I, I totally agree. I did obviously didn't notice it the first time because we didn't, you don't know what the plot of the movie is or anything. But the second time I thought, oh, now, so I guess we should probably say that this actor, his name is, let me say, um, Luis Carlos Vasconcelos. He has 49 credits and he's won eight awards with two nominations. He's a great actor. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it because. I think if we watched it again, we might even see something else with this character. And he's not in it that much, but he makes a big impact. He definitely makes a big impact, to be honest with you. And by impact, he winds up, he's fighting with his wife. And he goes, Let No, me I meant, actually, I oh. meant, I was talking about, not Jorge, I was talking about the driver. Oh, the driver himself. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, but like, you're what? right. Or hey, <laughs> too. We got a problem with him. <laughs> right. But the driver is so good. The actor yeah. is so good that played the driver. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. No. Because he, he gave us a reason to feel tension. He gave us a reason to have a, a guard up the whole entire time. Yeah. And, and we weren't too. sure why. I mean, we weren't sure why. At We find out that he probably was a very good person. But we don't know that at this point. We just know, I mean, that very first time when he's like, there's room up in the front of the truck. And I was like, no, don't go. And she, her, she's not a a very emotional person or at least an outright emotional person. So we really don't know if she, we don't know who she's feeling fearful of at this point. If, if anybody. To be honest with you, I think she's okay with being, being with them though. In a sense, she feels a sense of comfort and a sense of, safety because of the fact that they have a kid so therefore there's no reason for them to even try anything with her or anything like that because of the fact that they have a kid versus being in the front seat with a stranger Mm -hmm. with a gun which she doesn't know she that he has a gun or anything like that but being with one man versus being with a couple that has a baby i feel more comfortable and more safe with a couple that has a baby versus just having a guy that's telling me to sit in the front seat with me Agreed. And when Jorge says, just come with us, Marta, I was like, oh, okay, good. She's going to go with them. That's safe. That's a safety place. And then at that point, you you have a feeling something's going to happen, but we have no idea what's about to happen. No, like it, it turns it, around it's, to do it's, a 360. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it surprised me as well, like you mentioned. And, you know, she's over there minding her own business, Marta is. And then you hear the couple fighting and he goes, let me have the baby. So what he winds up doing is he winds up having the baby and pulls it in his arms and brings it over to Martha to feed again. Because, you know, some babies are just tired. It doesn't necessarily mean that they want milk. Mm-hmm. And he goes, please. And, and you know, he's begging her. I think he just wants some, t- you know, just to quiet the baby down and everything else. But also, too, I feel like the husband is actually being very abusive and physical. And yeah. this is where I wind up having my attention on the husband now. Yeah, because, well, because when they fight, he hits Alicia, he punches her, and and so that's quite, quite, you're, it's quite startling because he didn't give any reason to believe he was going to be violent before that. There was no indication, and in fact, he seemed 
like a really decent dude, you know, and he was grateful for, to Marta and then, you know, invited and, and he was like, I'm going to pay you back when she paid. And so he, he, um, he hits her and then he, and then he goes to find Marta who has the baby and then he takes the baby back and watching it several times. I still, he must've put the baby down because Alicia wasn't there. And then Marta runs off and he chases her and he doesn't have the baby at this point. So he must've set her down, the baby down. Yeah, I think he did set the baby down, to be honest with you. It makes more logical sense. And then he goes after Martha. Well, no, no, no. He doesn't go after Martha right away. He winds up digging through her bag. And that's oh, that's right. Wife... Um, I th- Yes, you're right. I'm sorry. I forgot about that part. Me too, because I was just so cons- because I just want to rush to that one scene. But... Yeah, yeah. I was getting ahead of myself. <laughs> no, don't worry. I was about to do the same thing, too. But then I had to remember and retrace my steps. Wait. He's going through Martha's bag. And then his wife says, what are you doing? He goes, I know she has more money here and everything. How else do you think that she's traveling? And so Jorge is over there digging through her bag. And then that's when Martha asks him, what is he doing? And then that's when, of course, he winds up becoming abusive to his wife, hits his wife. Then he goes over to Martha and wants to put hands on her. Yeah. And everything. He goes, where's, where's the rest of your money at? I know you have more. If you're able to afford 35 grand for the both of us, plus the kid, plus our daughter, I know you have more money. And of course, she's not giving it up. She's not telling him that she has more money or anything like that. Next thing you know, when Martha runs outside, then Jorge goes on ahead and uh, goes on ahead and starts trying to rape Martha. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah. then he also... Um... Then he begins to choke her, too. He's choking her out, and he's ripping her clothes off. And then all of a sudden, he just falls limp, and on top of her, the camera pans back, and we see that Alicia hit him. Mm-hmm. We do not know if um, he is if he is dead. We don't know no. anything beyond that. You know who I thought it was, though, going to be at first? Because we, at that point, we're hearing all this commotion going on inside the house. The man in the truck already has his gun ready. Yeah, he heard too. him. He must have heard all the, what was going on because you could right. kind of see him going, wait, what? Right. And another thing, though, too, I want to mention this, Beth, is the fact I thought it was going to be the guy with the gun that winds up knocking him out, not the wife and everything. So that shows some female dominance, which is something that I really do appreciate the fact that the wife winded up fighting back versus it being cliche and letting the truck driver do, because it could have actually easily been the truck driver to defend Marta, but because it wasn't, it felt that much more powerful to me. Yeah. I felt like it was, I mean, every scene in this movie is so unexpected. You really don't know from beginning to end what's going to happen. And I, and I, I agree. I really like that because you really have no idea and then you're kind of like yay girl power a little bit like i'm so glad that she like found her ability to say enough is enough you're not gonna you're not gonna do this to other women you're not gonna do this to me i mean and maybe part of it is like her maternal instinct kicked in i gotta save myself and this baby We, we i can't be with this person who's abusive and you know possibly going to rape and kill this woman who has been helping us all day. It, it's just, it's, it's quite, really quite powerful. And another thing that I have, we haven't mentioned that I, I for, kind of forgot to talk about is kind of throughout up until this point, at least Marta has 
what I think is probably a baby blanket. You don't get to see it quite clearly throughout, or it's just not obvious what it is. And she's kind of holding it like this. And and then you kind of realize, oh, that was probably her baby's. Right. And she's holding it on for like security purposes to remember her baby and why she's doing this. Yeah. And everything too. So it's a security blanket. It's something to actually make her feel safe and everything in case of anything happened to her. Yeah. Which is something that I really liked and added to the character. Then I of do. course yeah. um the truck driver winds up telling, Come on, we're gonna get out of here. And just I can pay you. No, I don't want your money. We're just gonna go. Yeah. And that goes and I have more respect for the truck driver now. Yeah, at this point I'm like, okay, now they're now they're safe and he's helping them. And that was not what I expected at all. I didn't expect it to go that way. And I was so glad when it did, because I was like, oh, this man's going to going to help them. And but I was still a little bit on edge, like, is anything gonna happen still? Like, is he gonna try and rob Marta now? Because he figures he she probably has money. You know, I mean, I think everybody's right. figured that out at that point, especially him. So oh no, is something else going to happen? But what ends up happening is they end up driving through the night and here we are at at the at the ocean. And Marta looks very, she doesn't have a lot of facial expression in this movie, but she, she seems very content. And it's like, we don't know if she's ever been there before, but she, it's almost like she's like kind of breathing for the first time in a long time. She seems happy to have that sort of ocean air on her. Or a sense, a sense of, of freedom. Yeah, relief and freedom. And okay, now this is where it's going to start. But there had to be a tinge of sadness too, because whatever new life she's going to start is not going to, it's not going to happen with her baby. I think it will eventually. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the plan. It's just to start, because here's the thing, you have to start from the bottom and work your way up. And here's the thing, she knows it's going to be a hard battle, especially in that country. Mm-hmm. So therefore... She knows that there's going to be a struggle there. She knows that she has to work a way up to in order for her to provide for her baby. But at the same time, there's a sense of relief of, I don't have to worry about bills anymore. Yeah. Getting piled up. I can provide for my child. I can do all the things I need to do. I had this one rough night and everything. I can move past this and go and forget about everything that happened. Yeah. Also, and another thing too is what you mentioned about the truck driver the driver and everything, I didn't even feel like I, he was a threat anymore. I just no. felt like a sense of relief for the both of them and even for the little girl, for the baby. Damn. And so once Martha's breathing in that ocean air, she has that sense of relief. And then, of course, uh, what's the uh, wife's name? I keep forgetting the wife's name. Alicia. 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 Right. Alicia winds up giving Martha the baby the baby. To hold. Mm-hmm. And then we see the uh, boat leave the dock. And then that's how it ends. Yeah. And my question is this. I mean, did did Alicia just leave the baby with her? My, I, I took it as that is what happened. Because we, we, she's like, I have to go to the bathroom. And she gives the baby over. And my feeling is, is that she got off the boat before they left. We don't know. Because Marta's just standing there holding the baby and kind of like, well, we see her look around a little bit, but they're not, she's not there, but she said she was in the bathroom. But I think that Alicia left, left the boat. I can see that. That's how I read it. Yeah. 
I can see that, to be honest with you. She's probably thinking, well, my ex-husband will probably, well, soon to be ex-husband, but my husband is going to go ahead and probably find me, which also puts my baby at danger. So I'm going to go ahead and leave my baby with someone that I know I can trust. Yeah. That's what I got. That's kind of what I got, too, because I I just... I wasn't thinking necessarily that she was still running from the the from Jorge because we don't even know if he's alive. I think he probably was. I think she just knocked him out because there wasn't like any wild like stabbing or anything like that. It was just clearly like a blow to the back of the head or something. So right. he probably survived. He probably knows where Marta's going. So he could he could track them down if he wanted to. So maybe she just did that. Or maybe she was just like, you know, I've been with this abusive man and and here i have this chance at total freedom with nobody even the baby so i'm going to go and and maybe she just feels like well i that was another thing i was kind of thinking is like is is this i wonder if there's any kind of symbolism here maybe i'm reading too much into it but i'm also wondering if maybe she felt like well i can't breastfeed and marta can so she's obviously a mom and i can't be one and i don't Mm. know if that was if that was the intent but that's kind of i kind of got a vibe Wow, I didn't think of it on that deep level, to be honest with you. Uh, you went deep on that. that. That's actually a good point. I don't <laughs> I know why either, because there was but, nothing to indicate that there was anything really deeper on a higher level going on. But it just it just occurred to me that, that like, you know, she can't breastfeed or she's not breastfeeding for whatever reason. They she, Maybe she realized she just doesn't have the money to feed this baby anymore. And Marta's doing it. And so I'm going to just let Marta have, have the baby then. It seems like makes it, more sense. I don't know. I mean, I, I was trying to think of it, trying to think through that, and I couldn't totally hold on to every thought I had about it, but that's kind of where I went. I, I think that works, to be honest with you. I, I think that actually does, depending on, you know, how you view it and everything, too. But yeah. I'm also thinking, too, this is the end of Mar- Marta's journey. Yeah. As far as everything else goes. The other journey is alicia's journey Mm -hmm. so maybe alicia's journey is where of course she's on the run from her ex and therefore she doesn't want her daughter to be involved with whatever that's going to happen to her yeah that's 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 absolutely true i think no i mean i think that's absolutely valid i think both of theirs depending on the way that you watch the movie and how many times because think (laughs) new things keep coming up every time i see it you know I really That's why I like these short films. <laughs> yeah, me too. I think I, I said this before we started filming is I love what I love about these short films is there's no second wasted. There's not a second wasted in these films. And that's and so you're getting so much, so much happens in such a short period of time. And what's interesting is we walk away from Marta and we really don't know anything about her. No, we really don't. All we know is that she's a good mother. She's trying to provide for a daughter. And she's traveling to another city to provide for her daughter. And that's all you need to me. Yeah, to be it, honest it truly with you. is. It is. And I think I think we can also infer that she's like independent. She's tenacious. She's she's obviously willing to sacrifice time with her child to make a better life for herself somewhere else, which I think is so admirable and so hard. And people that's not something that's easy to do for anybody. Just be like, OK, I'm going to walk away from this life and go make a new one. You know, and especially when she's, yeah, 
yeah, she's clearly missing out on these important moments with her child because she can't breastfeed. And another thing I really liked about this film is it didn't shy away from that. Like we saw her expressing her milk. And I, and I really like that. I appreciate that. And it kind of gave me the same sort of pun, um, punch drunk vibe where like now we're talking about how what really happens in storytelling for women. And you know where I stand on that. I love it. I love me that too. we're moving into a different, into a more honest and real discussion about what really happens with women in real life. And let's put that on film. Let's do it. Let's do it. Right. And I and I love that when I when I saw that moment I was like yes that's awesome. And this is why I needed to have you back on the show and everything because I wanted something from a woman's perspective with it when we dealt with uh, cervical cancer and now this mm -hmm. I I can't breastfeed I can't do that <laughs> you know what I mean Are you I sure? don't you know <laughs> no, no you know I'm not going to go into meet the Falkers uh, quote I have I, I, I have breast two grand. I know the birds and the bees <laughs> <laughs> right exactly but you know I I wanted to be able to give you something that you can relate to to we yeah. we can actually have a good conversation about something because of the fact this is a mature matter mm -hmm. and everything, especially when we're looking at the whole entire deal with women uh, breastfeeding now and stuff like that too. And yeah. that's why I wanted you on the show was because of the fact that, you know, I know this would be a good conversation because of what we did with the, of the with punch drunk. With punch drunk. Yeah. And I, and I sort of felt the same way. I really, I really loved that, but I also really loved like how it, like I said, independent, Marta is and 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 while it's resilient yes resilient is such a that's the perfect word and I and I love that like like I I get it like people might say oh she left her child why would you do that but when you talk about the greater things that sometimes people just have to do what they have to do to make a better life for themselves and their children and I admired that about Marta you know I felt I felt bad for her for a lot of the film but I loved I loved that the story was told I do. I really do. I think it, it's an important story. And I don't think it's just about just like one, like one woman from one culture. I think that any woman could really relate to what she's going through in, in that right. moment and, and, and have just a feeling of sadness and desperation for this woman because her life is very difficult. Clearly, she wouldn't have walked away from her child if she could, couldn't, if she didn't have to something happened that we don't know about that made her like have to pick up and leave and go start a new life in another country. So she's not just moving from one big city to another. She's moving to an entirely new country. And that, I mean, I don't know. I picked up and moved right. to another state once and that was scary. So <laughs> imagine moving to another country all together. No, that, that's scary. I, I, it is scary. I can't. And you really don't know what's at the end of it. It's not like she's even going because she has a job lined up that we know of. You know what I mean? She, she may not know right. what she's going to do when she gets there. Exactly. But, you know, this movie was really good. I liked the scenery. I liked her feeling yeah. the ocean breeze. Mm -hmm. This movie is very very good i'm gonna i'm gonna just gonna put it out there like that there's no other way which way to put it this movie is cleverly well done perfectly yep. well executed mm -hmm. it gives us characters that we care about it's told the story that it needed to tell us simplicit in its own way and it's a yeah. beautiful story i agree i agree with every single thing you said and i what I, the thing i think i love the most is you really had no idea what's going to happen no. And it was so scary because 
you really had no idea what's going to happen. And to me, it's kind of a, I don't want to say happy ending, but I think there's a lot of hope. I think there's a lot of hope for Marta, for the baby. I think there's a lot of hope for Alicia. I think that, that, that film leaves us with hopefulness for their futures. Most definitely. I, I wouldn't mind seeing a continuation of what happened, like a short story telling you from Alicia's standpoint from that time that she left the sh the boat. And then if they want to do another spinoff of uh, Marta, I would definitely be happy to see where they go with this. You can have two different sides, have two short films and have them connected in some way. Yeah, that would be really cool. That would be really interesting. Because I've never seen a short film where the spin-offs of each other. I've only no. seen short films where it's just one film, that's all it is. But I can see it going in that different direction. Yeah. And I and I think I think that I kind of felt that way about all the films that we've reviewed so far. I really like that. I'm kind of like more, more, more. And I, this was <laughs> one of them. I'd like to know more. I, I, but I feel satisfied that I don't. I'm okay with. Me too. I'm okay with what they've given us to work with, and I think what, what I liked about it is that we had to fill in so many blanks, and like you took away what you took away, I took away what I took away, and I think that's really exciting for a viewer to be able to fill in the gaps the way they want to. That you're not just hand fed every little moment, and I thought right. that was really smart filmmaking. Agreed. They don't treat their audiences like we're stupid or anything. And that's one thing that I can't stand about some of the newer movies. It's like, oh, we have to explain everything. No, you don't. No, you don't. Just, get, just give us some detail in the eyes or the building complex or different things. Because a building can be a character in itself. Mm -hmm. A way that a character looks at somebody can actually tell a lot about the character. You don't have to go into detail. Just give mm -hmm. us enough to go on. And that's it. Yeah, I think if there was more to this little story for this moment, I don't think it would have been as effective. I'm glad that that the writer director gave us what he gave us and nothing more. I didn't need more. I, I want to know what happens to them, but I didn't need more in the actual film itself. Same here as well. So with that being said, Beth, where can everybody follow you at if they want to go ahead and follow you on their social medias and all that other good stuff? I am one half of the Made for TV Movie Club podcast. Hi, Case. That's my co-host and also my good friend. You can find us on tw Twitter at TV Movie Club Pod One. You can find us on Facebook at the Made for TV Movie Club podcast. We're on Instagram at Made underscore Four underscore TV underscore Movie underscore Club. You can Google us here at the. I always get my hand wrong. There we go. <laughs> Hashtag MFTVMC podcast. And you can listen to us on all your favorites. We're on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. Just give us a Google. You'll find us. And of course, you guys can go ahead and follow me on Movie Lovers, TV Lovers Night on Facebook underneath the same brand name on Pinterest and on Instagram as well. If you would like to get an audio-only podcast of our episode, you can go on ahead and find that wherever you guys get your major podcasts from. Another thing I want to mention is this. We're actually teamed up with two Blur Girls podcasts to do another Children's of St. Jude's fundraiser. So go ahead, get yourself a Cincy. Links will be posted in the bottom of the description for you guys to go ahead, donate five to ten dollars to Children's of St. Jude's Hospital. Also, too, if you want to, if you want to feel generous or whatever, you guys can also donate to us. How do you do that? You just go to gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers podcast, donate five to ten dollars to us. But here's the thing though: just simply liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing 
on below and also t- also too clicking that little bottom uh right hand corner you see a little bell click that bell allows you guys to know when we have something new coming out and therefore you can go on and watch us live so that's another way that you can support us but you know if you want to donate five to ten dollars that's how you do it then of course you can also go on ahead go over to our Matter of fact, go over to our Twitter handle at Movie Lovers Unit over there. I post some stuff from time to time over there, and also to a Movie Lovers Unit Zero. Then, of course, I'm also on Good Pods as well, and that's where Beth is at, is also for her podcast. And you know what? We actually did a little indie podcast called Indie Podcast Unite, and we're actually going to try and do that again in April. So if you love that segment, we're going to be back again, and Beth will be joining me for that. Oh, I'm going to come. Can't wait. I can't wait either. And so that's where you guys can go ahead. And basically, if you're wondering what Good Pods is, think of it as like social media for podcasters or someone that, or if you're into just listening to podcasts, just rate us over there. Give us a five-star review or four-star, whatever you prefer. And just, yes, just give us a five. (laughs) But, you know, and also too, you guys can also reply to, you guys can also comment. We can reply back to you guys. It's interacting. It's like social media for us. And then, of course, you guys can also rate us now on Spotify and also too on Apple Podcasts. So go ahead and rate us on both of those as well. It allows the audience to be able to find us and that one we sure do appreciate that then of course if you guys want to go ahead and follow me underneath like i said movie lovers unit and movie lovers unit zero on tiktok but if you were a sponsor or like to be on the show just go on ahead and reach out to me at movie lovers at gmail.com and that's everywhere that you can actually reach me at tomorrow night eight o'clock central time nine o'clock eastern time i will be doing my screen review and it's going to be a spoiler review of of that and that's where you guys can go in here and reach me at. And thanks again, Beth. It's been so great to have thanks, you on. John. I always love to be on. I'm thank you for inviting me to do this. I love doing these short film reviews. They're so they're so fun. They are. They are definitely fun. They're easy to do. And there's so much detail within that. So thank you to the Holly Films Short Festival for allowing us to review these films that's been nominated for Academy Awards and also been nominated part of your festival as well. And also, too, I forgot to mention Alex from A-Town Reviews will be joining me on Wednesday night, 8 o'clock. Nope. 9 o'clock Central Time, 7 o'clock Pacific Time for our Eternal spoiler review. So if you don't know what Eternals is, it's the new MCU movie that just dropped on Disney+. Plus. So you guys can go ahead, catch up on that, and then get the movie spoiled for you at zero cost. So always until next time, guys. It's been real. It's been fun. I can't wait to do this again. And bye-bye. 